difficult, 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 but I did it. My body's like falling apart. The pain, the pain from moving things oh, around. Don't get me started talking about pain. Let me, I'll, t- I'll get into it. But first, I am Marie. I'm Katie. And this is the Difficult Women Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, our bodies hurt. Our bodies hurt a lot for various <laughs> reasons, for different reasons. <laughs> but you moved to, to your new place. How was that? What um, was that? I did it in the middle of one of the most intense projects I've also been hired on in my entire life. I got hired on a uh, the Biden-Harris campaign hired this production company I work with to edit this Get Out the Vote video. And it's very cool. I'm very glad I got to be a part of it. But we were working 19-hour days. Oh, Jesus. I mean, like oh, back to back you. to back. And I and if he doesn't fucking win, I'm going to burn down the country because just because <laughs> of the amount of time I put into this, I almost died from sleep deprivation. So oh. um, you guys better fucking vote. Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> but the video's out? Yeah, it's out. They did like a big live stream for it. And um, I think it's going to be, I think it was even broadcast on some television stations they did some radio thing so it was cool they definitely got stuff out there i don't care anymore <laughs> just, I'm like over it. but but i was very but it was very cool it's very cool and well put together yeah. oh that's exciting well congratulations thank you and you t- left civilization for a week <laughs> that's what you did i lived in the woods that's amazing how was you how was that well say it what was- you were doing in case people don't know I was hiking the Appalachian Trail, my friends. Uh, We started at the border of Georgia, North Carolina, and hiked almost the entire state of North Carolina. It felt like. (laughs) It felt like. Uh, We did 45 miles in four and a half days, my Aunt Lori and I. And it, I am not kidding, Katie, when I say the first 30 minutes, we started at this place called Winding Stair Gap, which... Uh, the name says it all. It was literally like logs that were like fake stairs up a fucking mountain the first 30 minutes. And so you're like, oh, yeah, I can climb a mountain. No problem. But then it's the 40 pounds or 30 pounds right. of the pack on you. And I wore the wrong fucking shoes. I knew it. I, not that I knew cocky it. Cocky little bitch. I know. Not that I knew it like that. But I just <laughs> I was just thinking about how like I get blisters on my walk to the subway. I can't imagine walking 45 miles. Oh my With god! A pack it was of like fifty pounds. It was insane, but but it was so. The first thirty minutes was such a mind fuck because I I couldn't catch my breath for one. My body was like kind of going into shock of like, wait a minute, I thought we were in a pandemic and you were just like getting high <laughs> on the couch. God. <laughs> And I had this flash of like my Aunt Lori was going to have to tell the entire family that 30 minutes into the hike, Marie couldn't do it. (laughs) I know you too well. There's no way you were going to let that happen. Oh, yeah. No, I just like kept envisioning. You would have let yourself die before you Yeah, basically. I mean, but I did utter the words of like, leave me, save yourself. (laughs) I'm sure. That's fine. (laughs) Throughout the entire thing. But it really, I mean, honestly, if you do have the chance to to hike the Appalachian Trail, I mean, it is just a whole other experience that, I mean, the people out there, there's like lingo, there's um, 
I don't know. It it was unbelievable. And I, I'm completely hyper aware of how privileged I am that to have this experience right now, to step away from life for five days to go do this with my family. And it I mean, I haven't posted about it because I've been I've been preoccupied, which we'll be talking about that during this episode of what has happened this week. But um, I just want to say I, I'm trying to find a woman who has hiked the entire Appalachian Trail because uh-huh. women versus men on the trail do have different experiences. And we talked a lot to men on the trail about it. We talked to women on the trail about it. I, I don't know if it's like a physical thing for men or like you know, the the fear mongering that happens with like women being alone in the woods and what that sort of thing. But like you're you're aware of the situation. Yeah. Uh, and but we had only everything was so safe. We didn't have any bear encounters, which uh, really could have happened because. Yeah, that scares the, the, bear, me. the bears are around. Mm-hmm. It was bear hunting season. So we saw a lot of hunters. We heard a lot of like hound dogs hunting the bears. We heard the shotguns going off like. It was terrifying, but we did it. That's amazing. (laughs) I think we're going to go back. Um, Yeah, you should. Yeah, we're going to go back. Because, I mean, if we can't leave the country, might as well just go into the woods. (laughs) I mean, I think that, I mean, if you can, if you are in a position where you can vacation a little bit, I think those are the kinds of vacations you can do. I guess right now, though, we're about to enter winter, so it's not the best time. So I I don't know if we would encourage people to go right now. (laughs) What are the rules with that? (laughs) Well, you know, I did meet a couple men who like to winter hike, and they were telling me all about the process of, of going in the snow. And I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Could no. you imagine? Do you like you imagine? P- put a tent up on the snow? Yeah, you do. They do. And they build huge fires and they drink moonshine <laughs> to keep I warm. mean, that doesn't sound so bad. I guess like, I, I guess you have to have some sort of big thick mattressy thing to separate you from the coldness of the ground when you're sleeping, you, no? Or you'll oh, like yeah, die. You a sleeping pad or, yeah. I did want to tell you we used, you know, you have your um, straw thing to filter water. Yeah. We had this whole like tiny little uh, filter situation that we had to do every night because you can't carry all your water with you. So they do have natural springs next to the shelters that we slept in, uh, which the shelters that you sleep in because everyone's been asking like, did you sleep in the woods? It's like, yeah, you sleep in the woods. Um, It's first come first serve to these shelters and the shelters are three sided. So like one side is completely open air. And they're infested with mice. Oh, and good. we did that every <laughs> every night for four days. Did they crawl on your I face? Felt him, I felt them. I, well, this one guy had a mouse uh, touch his cheek. And I had I woke up in the middle of night to like something pulling my collar. Oh, and then God. I, I <laughs> jumped up and nothing was there. It was terrifying. It's like ratatouille. It's fine. <laughs> Make your little mouse friend. That's what I would be like. Oh, it's we're friends. Until oh, he bites God. your face yeah, you'd and get be, You'd be, yep, yeah. You'd be falling asleep and you'd hear the skitter scatter of like mm. the things on the roof, and then like I don't know. Sounds like a really it, that relaxing was not my vacation. Part. Yeah, sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a really. <laughs> During the day, we were af- afraid of bears. <laughs> I will say that we one thing that like does not. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to do like a big hike like that, but one thing that is very unappealing to me about that trip right now is that you're basically living an experience of apocalypse. <laughs> 
like by being on the trail like this is what we would do in the apocalypse and i my stress level is just too high to be like like cosplaying the apocalypse right now (laughs) we're in it i did tell my aunt the story of us hiking in northern california where you were like lagging behind and i was like well katie what's going on back there and you were slowly collecting rocks to kill mountain lions yeah because i read this whole thing well they said and i've said this before in the pot i think but when i looked up like what's the mountain lion situation like oh yeah there's a lot over here watch out I was like okay well what do you do if you encounter one and they were like if it's far away then you like make a lot of noise and try to trace it off if it's like kind of close to you then you can like slowly back away or something like that and then they're like and they're like and then if you like see it and it's stalking you prepare to fight <laughs> that was their advice it was like if it's if you see it like real close all of a sudden be ready to fight them so I was just getting ready <laughs> yep that yeah. you had a bag full of rocks you bag were ready well, the first night, uh, my Aunt Lori said that she heard cats oh. at night. And I like, was like, what kind of cats? Like all olives <laughs> like following me in the woods. Cats? No. no, but like but like a bobcat or a cougar. I don't know. I, we, we told this to some guys and they were like, no, you didn't. And we we're like, are you gaslighting us? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I had I had this insane situation once where I one time camped and slept out in the woods with no sleeping bag, nothing. Um, because of a miscommunication with a French guy <laughs> where we oh, went right. like, my mom sent me on this like camping trip. We thought there's gonna be all these people on it. And it was just me and this guy. And he, we didn't, he didn't speak English and my French was not good. And, um, there were these things called sanglier, which are just wild boar. And they were just mm-hmm. all over the woods and they come out at night and we didn't have a tent or anything. I was like, well, I'm going to die out here. <laughs> it was awful. What did you sleep on? The, like the ground. I think there was like a, like a, a blanket. You slept. I didn't sleep. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> Jesus. And there was nobody around. Boar. It was like the middle of the woods. It wasn't like a campground. It wasn't like anything. It was like he drove me to the middle of the woods and then we slept on. And there apparently in the morning I saw there was like a big lake right in front of us. And I didn't know because it was so dark when we got there. <laughs> we didn't have anything. We had we had like lunch at like a pizza place. And then that was the last of any food I saw. <laughs> It was just like a nightmare. Anyway, that's maybe why I'm a little bit worried about camping. <laughs> yeah. You got to you got to prep. You got to prepare. I mean, we were so lucky. So, you know, Uncle Jim. Yeah. Katie knows Uncle Jim. Aunt Lori's uh, husband. And he was our trail angel. And he would meet us every day at, you know, off of a forest road or something. And we'd switch out gear and. Uh, I would change shoes again or just put Band-Aids all over my feet. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's lucky that you had him to do that because otherwise you would have just been slogging through without a shoe change or anything, right? And most people don't have that. I mean, that's such a luxury. There were a couple men that we met that whose wives were actually following along in the RV, which was cute. Um, But with us, it was neat that Uncle Jim would would beat us. Yeah, I like that. It It was so cool. And they, I told you that they had bought that big RV. It's like it's a tour bus, basically. Um, and we got to stay in that a couple of nights, and that was so That's cool. Luxury, too. <laughs> luxury. Yeah. So I'm completely prepared for the apocalypse. It seems. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna head down to Tennessee. Get some good, yeah, good soft slippers to walk around in. <laughs> Is that a good idea? <laughs> that That's what you're hiking now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but now that I'm back, you know what I'm so thankful for? What? AdamandEve.com. <laughs> yes, good. That's what I was hoping you'd say. 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. And we're back. Yes. (laughs) Still here. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we're still here. I love that. And um, we're still here. Well, today we have an important topic, and Marie has some firsthand experience with this topic. And I think there's probably a lot of people out there that have. I know my roommates have too. So this week, we're going to talk about a very important topic that is is important now and forever, but especially with the election coming up. Uh, actually, our- It's today. Wait, this comes out. It's today, right? We're yeah. recording, and this is how life works. <laughs> Right. Today is election day in the United States of America. So I hope everybody listens to this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. By now, you just I hope you vote. I hope you're in line voting and you're listening to this or you've already voted. But what we're going to talk about is voter suppression. So I was on the Appalachian Trail, like I said, and the entire time I was on the trail, I was praying that my absentee ballot would finally arrive to me in the mail. So it's a long story, and that's why I'm talking about it on a podcast. Uh, But basically, what happened was with me is that, first off, I think I talked about it, how ridiculous it was to fill out an application for your absentee ballot. You had to print it off. Remember? (laughs) I talked about that, and I was so angry about that because I didn't have a printer. Um, A lovely stranger sent me an absentee uh, ballot application in the mail. She printed it for me, and I filled that out. I, I want to say like the f- last weekend, August, and sent that in. And I had my Brooklyn address on that because I didn't realize I'd be moving in two weeks. As soon as I realized I was going to be moving to Nashville, Tennessee, I called the New York City Board of Election and I explained my situation. I spoke to the first woman. She told me, no problem. Just fill out another application with your new address. When I went to fill it out, because you can now fill it out online, um, it said my application had already been processed, so I couldn't update my address. So I called back, and I spoke to a lovely gentleman who explained to me that as long as I have my mail forwarded to me at my new address in Nashville, Tennessee, I would be receiving my ballot. Okay, great. No problem. So I didn't think there was going to be any issues. I thought I had crossed my and dotted my eyes. I moved to Nashville and I began tracking because you can look up on the Vote NYC website to track your ballot. Actually, I missed a step in the story. Going back. So with the forwarding of the mail, I actually alerted the United States Postal Service to start forwarding my mail October 4th, knowing that the absentee ballots would be mailed out September 18th and that would give me time to receive it in Brooklyn. Mm. Also, before the forwarding. And I, and I, you know, I purposely did that so I would get it in Brooklyn. I didn't. So, but I was like, okay, but that guy told me that my mail would be forwarded. I didn't think much of it. I moved to Nashville and I've been checking incessantly to my tracking for my ballot. It said that it had been mailed like mid-September and... And then starting like October 1st, I got a message saying that was out for delivery. And then 
it said again that my application was processed and then out for delivery again. And it's been out for delivery since October 10th. Mm. So I called before I left for the Appalachian Trail and they said that it would get to me. I also just emailed absentee, you know, New York City vote something, my situation right before I left my for my trip, uh, explaining the situation in an email and, um, and, and left for my trip. So on the hike, I'm like praying and, you know, what the fuck is happening to my ballot, but just praying that when I return, it would be there. Of course, when I got back, it was not. I checked the tracking. It still says out for delivery. And that's when I started kind of freaking out because obviously you want to get your vote in early because there's so much going on. So I called. I mean, it was – I've been crying a lot. <laughs> it's been just like a huge mess. I spoke to very nice people at the New York City Board of Election. They told me call, call the Brooklyn Board of Election. I spent two days calling the Brooklyn Board of Election, and the phone would just ring off the hook. I called uh, USPS because I thought maybe there's something wrong with the sorting. I couldn't get in touch with my Brooklyn sorting site. That phone just kept ringing off the hook. Um, I then f- called just like the, the national customer service number for United States Postal Service and explained to them my situation, and they put in like an official you know, report about it. And I did receive another like confirmation email that it was going to higher up or whatever. So I was like, okay, maybe the United States Postal Service is like doing their thing. Great. <laughs> Where the fuck is my ballot? Um, I then tweeted <laughs> out that my absentee ballot was lost. I tagged Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. <laughs> they didn't write me back. Uh, yeah. But I was contacted by... Common Cause New York, which is a uh, organization, a nonprofit, it seems, that has pro bono lawyers that are representing people who have been who are experiencing voter suppression. So I did talk to a lawyer about it, and he actually said it could be something with the fact that it's being forwarded, and that he's been having calls from all over New York about this, and then he's heard also that it's been happening all over the country that if your mail is being forwarded, you're not getting your ballot. So. Yesterday, a very lovely guy from the United States Postal Service called me, and he was like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this for you, which was so cool. He started calling around like the my Nashville sorting place. He tried to get in touch with the Brooklyn sorting mail sorting place. He called me back with the information that your mail cannot be forwarded to a new address if it is a government official letter, like your absentee ballot. So the person at the very beginning of September who told me that it would be no problem, if he had just told me, (laughs) I could have gone to the Board of Elections before I moved and picked up my ballot. I could have, I mean, I could have done so many things, but there's just with that one piece of wrong information, it, I mean, everything has been completely fucked. So with that said, the lovely gentleman that I spoke to then said, there's really nothing we can do for you because it's too late. Like, can you, it's too late to register in Tennessee. Actually, the, the last, the deadline to apply for an application in New York, because um, I, I could have resubmitted another absentee ballot application was Monday, the day I got back from my trip, mm. which was like, ah! 
And then um, this kind man said, you know, I mean, you could just try calling the Board of Elections one more time um, and call call your Brooklyn, you know, Board of Elections. And I was like, it's just and nobody answers. It's just been ringing. He's like, well, I mean, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. And we had like a really great like report. I was like, I have to vote in this election. He was like, please vote in this election. He didn't say it was for Trump, but it was like, he's not for Trump. He's <laughs> let's do this. And so it was a nice exchange. And it actually gave me like so much faith in the Postal Service again after all this bullshit that has been happening. So anyway. I call the Brooklyn Board of Election, which I have not been able to get in touch with this entire time. I leave the phone just ringing and I go on with my work and somebody answers after two minutes of it ringing. This woman answers. I explain to her my situation. She basically is like, I don't, it's too late. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So I'm like starting to get very upset that I can't vote in this election and he's like and she goes oh well miss miss ma'am I mean I guess you could talk to Sal (laughs) (laughs) great come in Uh, can I talk to Sal so she transfers the phone um to this guy Sal and I speak to him I explain him my situation I'm getting very upset because the thought of not voting in this election is just like everything in my body is against that uh so through my tears and a panic attack, he calmly explains to me that the last thing I could try is if I have a friend in Brooklyn, I can actually fill out my application again with marking pick up in person by. Right. And I can put in a friend's name. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my buddy, Sina Gaznavi, actually, this is the best news ever. I printed off the application, I filled it out, I scanned it, I sent it to him. He printed it out, and this very morning, he went through the rain, because apparently it's really disgusting oh, it's like a there. <laughs> so <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> him and his wife and his dog like took Aww. a family trip down to the Board of Elections. He got there, he put it in my application. They said, come back in an hour. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> But he came back in an hour and they gave him my ballot and it's he's overnighting it to me and I will be receiving it tomorrow at noon. And this is we're recording on Friday, so I'll be getting it on Saturday. I'll send it back immediately. And um, as long as it's I mean, there's every state has a different rule. I mean, there's definitely like the sooner you can get your vote in, the better, obviously, because they're trying to do anything and everything in their power to not count these votes but as long as it's postmarked by november 3rd new york state either you have seven days to count your vote yeah well that's a crazy story and it makes me think because we you texted me last night i had posted something about like it's too late to send in your ballot so you know make sure you drop it off at a polling place and then Mm -hmm. you texted me back saying like that's not true that's not true so then i panicked and i deleted it from my instagram but then i looked it up today and it turns out that like you said it's all state laws so many 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 states that's not true that Mm -hmm. if if you are mailing in a ballot it has to be in the hands of like the ballot counters by the end by like the time polls close on election day and there's been speaking so there's been a lot of um court cases happening right now trying to extend the dates pennsylvania was able to extend the date but like wisconsin Mm -hmm. was not so this is what makes fascinating insane i do not understand why there's just not a federal law for voting 
I think it's because it's been a state's rights thing. This is like goes way back to when they did the mm. Constitution. Because I think part of the issue of having state rights versus the the whole country was sort of built on making sure that states were able to have their own rights because of I think the way that England took over mm. the, you know other mm-hmm. people other counties and things not counties but um, I don't know a lot about this but it is important <laughs> that we maintain some state rights I think that that mm-hmm. we're not trying to be run by just the federal government but then this is where things get really really complicated and I don't know mm-hmm. what's the better op- I mean I don't know enough about it there might be a lawyer out there that says no it should be federal and there's probably people out there that say no it should be state um, mm-hmm. so when they're making these calls about whether they're extending the voting days and stuff, what I'm finding is it's extremely complicated as to why like Pennsylvania was able to extend their their uh, voting, their ability to count the votes being mailed in, but Wisconsin mm-hmm. was not. And part of it is I think like who applied for the extension, um, who then is making the decision. So like the Supreme Court was making the decision over the Wisconsin thing and they were mm-hmm. like, we're not actually able to make this decision because it's a state right situation whereas within the pennsylvania Mm. one it was like going to the like local courts and they were the ones that decided so if it's if it's decided by the state then it's fine so like um it's just this whole thing has been so illuminating in terms of how complicated government is and i think Mm -hmm. that people don't we've so we've been so lax in our participation with these things that people don't even know what they don't know Right. And when I spoke to the lawyer, um, he said, because I was kind of complaining about the board of election of just like, oh, I'm getting so I mean, I think I've called a dozen times. I've talked to every single time I call, I speak to a different person and everybody has different information. And he then explained he was like, these people are volunteers. Right. It is a pandemic. And everyone is so stretched thin and everyone is not getting the proper training because of this. I mean, it is a the system is broken. Right. Clearly. And, and how long way, have we been a country? But that's how they want it. The system didn't used to be broken like that. You know what I mean? First of all, right. originally when people were voting, it was like a handful of white dudes that were allowed to vote. So right. then when they started extending voting rights, they also started extending voter suppression. That became more and mm-hmm. more of an issue, I'm sure, mm-hmm. as like people gained rights to vote but again because people get complacent and they aren't active in our democracy the way that they should be for hundreds of years <laughs> that mm-hmm. um then we start that our rights have been being chipped away from us for a very long time and especially people of color you know black mm-hmm. votes they, they that the suppression that is happening in the black communities has been happening for a very long time since they had you know since black people got the right to vote um but also in the last few years it's just like nuts i mean if you follow anything that's been happening in georgia like last the last few elections the amount of people that were just taken off the voter rolls and stuff um mm-hmm. when they went to go try to vote for like stacy abrams like mm-hmm. things like that like it's crazy how bad it is and it was like making the news but I think it's not until now all of a sudden people are like, oh, wait a minute. What about my vote? And you're like, yeah, it's like all of us that, you know, it mm-hmm. all matters. Um, that's one thing, too. And like I saw in, in uh, Georgia, though, people have been going out in crazy numbers to do early voting. People have been volunteering at the poll sites to try to make it go as smoothly as possible because of how much 
they've been suppressed in the past elections Mm -hmm. and how important people Mm -hmm. find this one. And they were saying that Georgia had been a very staunchly red state for a really long time. And it's turning purple now because of the amount of because of the amount of people showing up and doing what Mm -hmm. you did, which is like fighting for their ballot. Because the other thing about your story that's like interesting and like good for you for following up is like think of the amount of people that like would just hear like, oh, it's not going to come. And then they just don't vote. Right. And that's or what they there's want. so many you know people. I mean, they make it right. hard so that you just give up. Or, or I mean, the big thing that I was kept thinking about is if I had a job that I had to go to work at, because I had the luxury right now to spend five hours in my day to call and and just like keep going after it. But if I had a family to feed and I had to go to work, or and I just, I just, I understand how lucky I am to be in the circumstance that I am to able to be able to fight and I have and to fight for other people and you're lucky <laughs> that you are voting in New York State because yes if you were yes. to send it like Tennessee you have to have your vote in by the third so like if you right. know I mean have it been opposite situation I think the other thing is in your case like I don't know that I would call it voter suppression but like you're saying that um just the lack of information. The fact that we just don't know these things naturally, mm-hmm. that we're just sort of mm-hmm. learning them now, like that that the people at the post office didn't know that they can't forward government mail. That's just like a I thing mean, they should know. But again, that's another right. that's another group of people that are stretched really thin and right. don't right. have a lot of support right now from our federal government or from anything. So, mm-hmm. you know. And they're like pretty low, you know, some of these people don't make a lot of money. And I know at least in my post office, the people that work there are very unhappy, you know. So what is their incentive to know all the rules and get it right? Like there's not really any. And that's also how they want it to be. You know, that's how the, the, Mm -hmm. and I was going to say the Republicans, but it's not the Republicans. It's like the government wants it to be like that, whether it's Democrat, you know, right now the Democrats are fighting for stuff, but it's because we're, they're trying to get their agenda through. But Mm -hmm. overall, the more important thing is that, like, we the people need to be running this ship, not the other way around. Right. That's a very, very good point. What would you have done? That was one thing that I mean, I I could not sleep for the last several days until today that my ballot is now being sent to me. But I, you know, 14 hour drive back to New York to vote because not the option of not voting in this election just made me sick. Like, well, people I have just... been doing that. There was a woman in Florida, I think, that, or she was, I don't know where she was living, but she was from Florida and she had a similar problem where her ballot got hung up and like maybe because of that forwarding address thing, maybe it was even because of that. And she was like, fuck this. And she flew, she took a, got a flight to Florida. She and went immediately from the airport to the polling place, early polling. She voted, she turned around, she came right back to her home. Yeah, like she, that was it. She didn't even, it wasn't like a trip. She was like, fuck this. And people are doing shit like that because they're like, no, you're not going to there. There was some sign I saw the other day. It was like America land of the free. And I'm like, not for long. <laughs> like, that's why no, people it's not right now. People are it's, buying it's, flights to do that because they're tr- we're trying to hold on to every like last semblance of freedom that we we can. Right. Right. Yeah. It was uh, it's just it. It upset me in a way of that I didn't think that it would ever affect me personally because it never has. I've been voting in every single election since I turned 18, every local, every, you know, primary, every everything. And it's just not an option in my soul to not vote. So I was going to either fly or drive or figure it out. And so that if it hadn't been for that post 
postal worker who said, just try calling one more time. And then if it wasn't for that woman who, after she said there's nothing she can do, but maybe you could talk to Sal. If it wasn't for Sal, I mean, I'm actually, one thing I am going to do is call, I do have his number. She told me to jot it down in case I got transferred and and lost the call. So I'm going to actually call him today and thank him because I'm curious how many people actually call just to say thank you. So I mean, I'm gonna yeah, call him. Sure. I, I mean, uh, but also he's probably really busy. I was just gonna say he might not. He might be like, okay, thanks, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. I was gonna say though, the other thing about that, I just want to make it like extremely clear to our listeners too that like the privilege that we have had to be able to vote in every election and not like mm-hmm. have a, any trouble doing that. That's part of the issue too. That like we can't. It's not just about like, oh, you don't vote in every single election. Like you know, what's your problem? It's like. First of all, yes, we should be able to you should vote in every single election, all the primaries. That's how we actually make real change. You can't expect this random president to be able to make the changes you want, because what is he? You know, he's he's being even Biden. You know, these people, they're all held at gunpoint practically by all the rich people. So if you don't get the change done from like early, like lower level officials, then we this is really it's not pointless. It's definitely there's there's going to be better than Trump. But like. If you want real change, you got to vote in every election. Mm -hmm. That being said, Mm -hmm. the suppression is real. You know, if they take you Mm -hmm. off the voter roll, if they tell you Mm -hmm. that like you've been to jail so you can't vote and then it turns out that That, there's a lot of people in jail that can vote and they don't know. Right. But that's how they want it to be. If they make it Mm -hmm. so that your polling place and and my polling place in my neighborhood is always like fine. It's like clean. People Mm -hmm. are mostly fine. Mm -hmm. Everything goes smoothly. That's not the case in a lot of counties. And also they've shut down a lot of polling places in a lot of counties. So, I mean, I think that, again, it's a privilege to be able to vote in every election right now. And it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be. It should not be a privilege. Mm -hmm. It should be a given. We should have all those voting days off from work. Or at least that if you have Mm -hmm. to take some hours off of work that you're not penalized by that. There shouldn't be there. On the one hand, I'm in, I'm very like moved by the fact that people have been waiting for hours in line to vote. But more than that, I'm terrified by that. I, I remember mm. there was like um, maybe 10 years ago, there was some big vote that was happening in like. I don't want to I don't want to speculate what country, but it was, you know, like what we consider like, oh, a third world country or whatever. And they had a big election and then people came out to vote and the lines were just like 12 hours long. And you're like, whoa, like that's crazy Uh how like how oppressed they are, you know, that they have to Mm -hmm. wait that long to vote. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward to where we are now. That's what's happening to us. You shouldn't have to wait four hours in line to vote. Why? Why? Right. That doesn't make any sense. But that's on purpose because that deters Mm -hmm. Then people don't want to wait. I'm seeing like, you know, old ladies in like wheelchairs waiting in line. And it's like that is very moving. But also fuck everybody for having that have to be that case. This old this 90 year old woman on a cane shouldn't have to be standing in line for four hours. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering like, well, we still have a democracy. Barely. Barely. Yeah. Well, I do want to say my Aunt Lori, who I just spent five days hiking the mountains with, she is volunteering as a poll worker in Martin County, Florida, because of what happened Yeah, during the the Gore and Bush time. And so she's been kind of sending me um, updates and stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of Trump supporters in Martin County. Um, So and it will probably I mean, not probably it will definitely go red. But I just I'm any. But even those votes need to be protected. 
You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, I, Absolutely. You, you don't just burn that box of ballot. You know what I mean? Like that's not people are trying to do stuff like that on both sides where they're trying to like take people's votes away by burning a box of, mm-hmm. you know, a drop box or whatever. Or there was some mm-hmm. this was a Trump supporter, but there was some place in I want to say Florida that was they said that they were an official ballot drop off location and they weren't. So that's voter suppression too, just on a like a very small local level. But that's fucked up. And who's who's like overseeing? Right. I saw a video of a man putting a voter ballot box on a trash can. Did right. you see that? But and again, I'm I, people are joking about that on both sides, or they're or they're doing those moves on both sides, and both of them are unacceptable. Un, un, That's not a, you know, I don't even really want to joke about like, oh yeah, let's throw away Trump supporters' votes. Like, no, that's not what that. This is not. At the end of the day. If if there was no voter suppression and everybody was able to vote fairly and it was easy to vote and there was nothing that I was concerned about the preventing of the voting and then Trump won all the votes and then that's that's what happens. But unfortunately, that's just not what's been going on because there's been such crazy gerrymandering and there's been such crazy voter suppression that I don't trust those numbers particularly. But but keep voting. You have to go, you know, go everybody go. I have to give a shout out. So my friend Jessica, who I'm living with right now in Nashville, um, I it brought me to tears when she told me this yesterday. But so we have these neighbors who are staunch Trump supporters and they're young. They're in their early 30s. One of the the wife came over the other day and actually had a very interesting conversation about Christianity and abortion. And I really was kind of like slowly planting seeds of like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she was hearing me and and, and really had some. She had some interesting points as well. We had a very nice conversation. Um, the other day, Jess was out in the yard, and I guess the husband was just playing with his dog, and he brought up voting or something, or maybe she brought up voting, and he um, said that he didn't have time mm. to go vote. And she said, you have time. You absolutely have yeah. time. And... Uh, him and his wife did make time to vote. And guess who they voted for? Did they vote for Biden? They voted for Biden! I mean, but that that matters. Can you believe you know? that? Yeah. But I have to say, I and, and maybe it's not true, who knows, but Jessica has really spent the last year befriending her neighbors. I mean, these people, like, I, I'm realizing when I'm like, oh, they're a Trump supporter, I don't want to talk to them. That that is not you cannot make change if you just like shut it out and and just say you're different you, you from me I don't want to speak to you you we all really truly and I and I felt this on the trail where we didn't talk politics with anybody that we met um, which maybe I could tell certain people might have been leaning left or right or whatever but like you we just didn't really bring that stuff up we just talked about family and and you realize you really truly do realize that we all have the same values totally we all want the same things and if you give space for it and and are patient which I truly believe that Jessica did this last year since she's moved to, to this neighborhood and have these neighbors like she did, she could have been like their Trump supporters. I don't want to invite them over for dinner. I don't want to like, you know, have anything to do with them, which honestly, like I was in a place a couple months ago when the pandemic hit and I had I lost a friend to COVID that I was so angry at Trump supporters that like I kind of did that on Facebook and like just shut people out. And I think it's really, truly admirable 
for people to make space and time and and really connect with people who have opposing views and you've always done that Katie and I really have always admired you for that and I and I've been hearing more and more cases of people flipping their vote from Trump to Biden just because of people like Jessica because people like you and it just I mean it's it gives me hope and I know that like today is election day and who knows what's going to happen but just know that I think that like there are really really great people out there who are doing fighting the fight and like my friend Cena going in like a hurricane yeah, to get me my to be ballot to like do that for you that's such yeah a heroic I just act. I really feel like there's I feel good and I, yeah. I hope that other people do and like we just have to no matter what happens we all I, this sounds silly to say but we have to like hold the line and like right. link arms together I don't and- think it's silly I think the other thing is like it's also I think about bandwidth right so yes. when I think about people that have been fighting this fight for a long time and the rest of us have not been fully cognizant of the full fight or like we've been fighting our own fight but now more and more realizing like no we've got to fight for each other and what I'm I'm kind of hedging around this notion of like white people fighting for uh, civil rights for people of color in a real way now you know and in a full complete way because I had a conversation with a friend recently that was really not looking to either vote at all or maybe vote third party and their feeling and they're black and their feeling was you know what does it matter for us because yeah everybody's all excited about like black lives matter right now because at the end of the day a biden win will also be good for abortion rights for white women you know what i mean and a biden win will be good for um gay rights for white gay people but when those things get you know feel safer people stop fighting for civil rights for people of color, specifically black people and black rights. And I think that's very true. I think historically that's extremely true. And um, so I want to say that like in terms of trying to bridge the gap, I think in, I don't, it's not just the responsibility of white people to do that, but I think that like right now that's one thing we can do, like talk to our white family members, talk to our white neighbors and try to be open and and have real conversations because I think we like you said we are more similar than we are different but um we can't just give up you you can't just give up the fights after but I think another thing my friend was saying was I'm scared about what happens after Biden wins because people just stop fighting for this stuff and I'm I'm also worried it's like you can't then be complacent and be like oh Biden won so we're we're safe because we're not you know, it's not over. It won't be over. We'll it will be a a, a significant step towards regaining a a real America that we not even uh, not even regaining because we never fully had this America. But it'll be a step towards the America that we all really will serve us properly and we'll do the thing it said it was supposed to do, which was you know defend our rights and you know happy what is it happiness for all <laughs> what does the constitution say <laughs> the right to pursue happiness you know all that stuff um because i right. think that that's that we can't forget that like we're not this vote isn't it and even though mm-hmm. i was trying to argue to my friend too is i was like this isn't just about biden being a president either it's about like the administration and it's about like movements towards you know that's and they're all really small steps unfortunately but there's still steps. I really hope that, you know, this also, this conversation doesn't end with this election either, you know, and I really hope that moving forward, what this is, what this whole four years has done is actually energize people in a long term kind of way. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure some people were going to lose 
to you know they'll get bored of it or they'll be like oh we did it we won it's over but I think that I think every time these things happen more and more people kind of get on board and see what the reality of the situation is and that we need and to get involved in change. local get involved local in local elections. politics mm-hmm. and then yeah. we saw that yeah. already after the Trump first Trump win with people like AOC and all these mm-hmm. like amazing young women um and young women of color that like stepped up and were like I'm gonna run because you can mm-hmm. that's what this is all about is like we're allowed to run you know, right. this isn't just a, this. This shouldn't be a thing that's just for like rich corporate people to control. Like that's not how this is. This is not how this system was designed mm-hmm. originally. <sighs> so anyway, we all just need to like you know breathe, hold hands. We're gonna get through this. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Like, I don't hide know. Today's gonna bed. be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. The thing is, we're not gonna have an answer today. Right. We're not. And we shouldn't. And honestly, we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I I was reading about that, too, because I was wondering, me and some friends were like speculating, like, well, how can they have the postmark date for the, you know, it has to be postmarked by like election day and then they have seven days to count them or whatever it is, like your situation in New York City or New Mm -hmm. York State, um, so that they have to be done by like the 10th or something instead of the third. And we're like, well, how can that even be? But apparently it's like that in every single election. We just don't Mm -hmm. know because... Mm -hmm. Usually what happens is by the time election day comes and most people vote on that day in person when it's not a pandemic, Mm -hmm. they have a very Mm -hmm. good sense of who's going to win at a certain point. But they don't necessarily know it's not official until it's official. And that official Mm -hmm. call usually happens days later anyway, normally. But we just don't think Mm -hmm. of it that way. We usually like by the end Mm -hmm. of the day, they pretty much call it and they're like, oh, this is this is it, you know. Um, But like a good example of how when that didn't happen was during the Gore Bush election and how um, they had to, we had to hold on because it wasn't clear. We didn't have a clear right. winner yet. And the, and the, re, and by, just as a reminder as to why it's important to vote and why I'm so fucking mad at people that were all shitty about Hillary that last election is that the reason why Gore lost that vote was because of the Supreme Court. They mm. voted in favor of Bush. So mm. that's why it matters that we have like these crazy conservatives in the Supreme Court right now. And that's mm-hmm. what and that is what Trump and the GOP has been banking on that. And they were pushed. And one of the reasons why they pushed Amy Comey, Coney Barrett through so quickly is so that they when shit goes down in the polls, they can turn to the Supreme Court and have the Supreme Court r- rule in the favor of Trump, period. That's it. And that's voter suppression, too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, we'll see. God, see Katie, I was trying to bring us all like har- harmony, oh, harmony sorry. and love and peace. And I mean, I'm, I'm the truth hopeful. is it's yeah. absolutely terrifying. I'm still. But the thing is, if if we vote in numbers for Biden that it's so high, if the numbers are so high towards mm-hmm. Biden that it's really hard to to um, doubt Contest, that he yeah. won, mm-hmm. then that's our best bet. Mm-hmm. But if Biden wins, but but by a small margin and then Trump fights it. That he might Trump may still be our president for four more years, so that's why it's just important. I mean, and sorry everybody, you're listening to this like after <laughs> like election day, but or on election day, but um, I hope you voted. <laughs> I hope you did it. I mm-hmm. hope you waited in line for six hours, even though you shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. I hope you were a Marie and tracked down your ballot if it didn't come. You know, I hope you really did everything in your power to vote. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> We'll see. Oh God. I guess next. Just po- make some apple next- cider and sit tight. That's all I got to say. I, know. I wonder if we'll know by the next episode or not. I'm not sure how long. Oh, it'll my be. gosh. Oh, I Maybe didn't we'll even not. think about that. All right. Well, That'd be interesting. Well, 
Anyway, it's a very very depressing (laughs) topic. I mean, I'm sorry, but it is. Well, to leave you guys on a a good note, again, just remember, I'm getting my ballot. Yeah, I mean, and then I mean, if you fight for that's your like rights, a good ca- yeah, that's right. a good way. To, and right. also, you know, if if we if if God forbid Trump wins this next election for one reason or another, it's not don't give up. You know, that means just means we have to fight even more to like you know do whatever. Or we, we all to do. link arms and march to Washington. You know, whatever that's fine. whatever no, you want to do. Yeah, Let's I mean, do honestly, it. I like, have a Harry Potter too. wand. A lot of people have we're guns. St- we're doing a lot of witchcraft <laughs> in the next couple of days. It's going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. That's right. That's but I right. mean, the horoscope, the stars say that there's no possible way for Trump to actually stay in office, even if he wins, just so you know. That's what all the, like, <gasps> all the, uh, the astrology says. That Okay. Th- it's because we're going in, we're in the age of Aquarius. If you follow this right. podcast, you know we talked about it. Anyway, <laughs> now I'm starting to go off the, on the rails, off the rails. Anyway. All right. Anyway, we're good. Cool. We're good. Yep, it's okay. going to be fine. Love I'm you guys. Please stay down. safe. Yep. Love you. Fine. Yes. Let's Everybody breathe. Goes. Yep. Meditate. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I don't even know. It's bad. Oh, God. Like so anxious. This morning when I turned on the news, I saw the White House was chock full of dudes. Now how are all these guys with dicks? Gonna make up decisions for us chicks. Got it up to hear my bow to scream. Cause I don't see your degree in gynecology. You think you know it all cause you have a ball sack. What you don't know is there's pussy grabs back. Hey guy, I'm tired of being shy. Just cause you got a D don't mean you went to MIT. Cool, don't do it. (laughs) Okay, bye.